Hi, this is Reverend Mary Ellen Swartz. I'm an ordained unity minister, and I have an interest in, a great interest in the teachings of Jesus, and particularly uh, I find the parables to be so fascinating. I refer to them as provocative parables because they all seem to challenge uh, the reader to find deeper meaning and find ways to apply the particular uh, parable. Parable meaning uh, a story that has at least one or more other stories uh, incorporated within it in a subtle sort of way. It is not to be taken literally. Uh, it, is, um, it is to bring us into a, a, another level of understanding of our spiritual life. So today I wanted to bring to you the parable of it's sometimes called the wise and foolish builders, and sometimes it's called the house on the rock. And they're similar parables. One is found in the seventh chapter of Matthew, and the other is found in the sixth chapter of Luke. Bottom line uh, for these parables is about the importance of not just knowing about uh, something, but actually applying it. So in in the Gospel of Matthew, this uh, story appears toward the end of the Sermon on the Mount. And it says, everyone therefore who hears these words of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain came, the floods came, the winds blew, beat on the house, and it didn't fall for it was founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And when the rain came and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house, it fell and the fall was great, it said. In, uh, in Matthew's uh, summary of Jesus' sayings, he, he says that the people were astonished at his teachings. And then in the sixth chapter of Luke, it's a similar story. But basically, he says, Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood rose, the stream broke against the house and could not shake it because it had been built well. The one who hears and does not do is like a man who built a house on the ground without foundation. And when the stream broke against it, immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. So similar stories, because it's really about not just knowing, but also doing. Um, it's kind of interesting to know that um, in first century Palestine, most houses were built in the summer months in order to avoid uh, doing the work in the rainy season. So the summers were hot and they would dig a foundation during that time of the year, even though it was difficult, it was important to build a house that would stand strong. The difference between the two houses is seen when the rain comes. 
and Israel's rainy season is from mid-October to March and the majority of the rain falls in January and so when there is heavy rain uh, there's runoff on the hills and the mountains and that of course can sweep away anything in its path and certainly we all know about that. <clears throat> if anybody's been when there's a, a flood or um, a hurricane or tornado or whatever um, we just know that things happen weather-wise and and you try the best you can to be uh, secure in in the building of the homes but anyway um, so in the telling of these uh, these parables which as I said come toward the end of the Sermon on the Mount um, it's it's really directed to all who heard his message heard his words but then it was underlined the importance of applying those teachings in their lives because when they aren't applied it's like the foolish builder and the endurance and the time of testing as it were uh, it just it, it just doesn't work out so there's a there's a scripture in uh, the gospel not gospel but in the book of James it says that be doers of the word and not just hearers only and and that's certainly something we all can can remember <clears throat> to do so this parable when it said that those who heard Jesus tell this parable were stunned and so what what would have stunned them would have not been the the parable itself because they probably were familiar with similar parables uh, actually it's similar to a rabbinical parable about the need for a firm foundation which was connected with good works and learning the Torah but probably what stunned the people regarding Jesus use of that parable was that it had to do with what they were used to and and that would be the scribes quoting authorities so their words were like stale water uh, as some have have uh, referred to it and Jesus spoke the words and told the story in such a way that it was very fresh it had a new freshness and a new and a freshness to it so his words were uh, new and fresh not because he knew the teachings but because he didn't stop there he took the student he took the followers along with him a step further now the scribes are said to have babbled what others had said but Jesus prayed and pondered and taught not just the letter of the law but the spirit of the law and this is this is what is stunning was stunning then and it is stunning now the metaphor for this parable is that one's following of the teachings based on a firm foundation is like building a good house it's built thoughtfully every aspect of the house is done with an eye to 
not just the present moment, but also possible future situations, such as weather patterns or winds or other outer happenings. Now, back to Jesus' teaching about the need for a firm foundation. It isn't that the one who builds on sand or on an unstable area is a bad person. That's really not what this parable is saying. Um, it's more about thoughtlessness. And in life, it might be about carelessness or doing something the easiest way, being slipshod, doing uh, the least one can do in hopes of having the kind of results that they want. I believe one aspect of this parable is that we live in what we build. And for us today, what are we building? Or in, metaphorically, what are we building? See, it isn't just a house or an outer building that is being referred to here. If that was the case, then some people would be left out of the circle of this teaching because they wouldn't be a builder of a house. Maybe they they are a renter. Maybe they uh, are uh, uh, they travel around or whatever. But there is something that we have in common and that we're always building. And that is, we can sum it up with the word consciousness. We're building with our thoughts, our attitudes, our beliefs, the kind of house, as it were, the kind of container that, that we live in, consciousness. No, we, we think about consciousness as being our, our knowledge or our realization of any idea or it, it, it's like the sum total, the accumulation of our present beingness, our present knowledge and understanding. And it also says how important it is to understand consciousness in, in a spiritual context, in spiritual growth. An intellectual concept does not suffice. And it reminds us that a consciousness of eternal life is what places one in the stream of life that never fails. It places us knowingly. We are knowingly in the stream. The stream is always there, but it's our consciousness that places us knowingly in that. And so it's a consciousness of eternal life that, that never fails. And isn't this a description of a house built on rock? A consciousness built on the solid awareness of God as the only reality. I believe it is. And no matter who we are, there will always be things that come along that challenge our consciousness, challenge what we think we know to be true, challenge our uh, accountability, challenge our self-responsibility. And the true test of our beliefs and our values occurs not when things are quiet and, and going things are moving along smoothly, uh, as I like to sometimes say, when all my ducks are in a row, 
but the, the root true test comes when adverse things happen. You know, it, it said that the, that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. The floods come and, and affect everybody, no matter who they are, no matter what, as it were, what God they pray to or, or what a church they go to or what color their skin or, or their gender or any of that. It just comes. And so if we think just because we are in new thought or unity or some philosophy or teaching that we refer to as truth um, and, and that because we're in there, we're going to be immune to life experiences, weather patterns, so on, uh, we're probably mistaken. If we think that we will not have challenges um, in relationships or other areas of life, we're probably mistaken because they come, not because they are sent from outside of us, from God to test us. No, 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 no. That is not true. But it, when they come, we grow through them. We test ourselves, as it were. So what this means is, as we're growing spiritually, uh, we're going to find that we will be better able to handle things than we might have at another point of our life. See, we're our only measuring stick, and it's only to ourselves that we look and that we can see growth. So how do we know if our house of consciousness, our house of thoughts and beliefs and attitudes uh, is built on sand? Well, I think if we take an honest look and see if when challenging things come our way, do we have the tendency to claim to be a victim? Do we look for an alibi? Do we look around and find somebody to blame? Uh, or perhaps do we retreat to our default position, some addictive behavior, some, um, you know, self, self, uh, I want to say self-medicating kind of thing? Uh, or do we get caught up in um, the emotion of the situation, the emotion of people around us? So we just want to be aware. Watch what we're doing. See, are we getting sucked into what other people are giving up uh, over? Other people are saying the world is going to hell in a handbasket. That there's a, there's no use even trying. There's nothing to look up for. There's nothing good happening. There are no good people in the world, etc., etc. And if that's the default position, then we can say that the house of our house of consciousness is built on sand. It is not built on solid rock. Building our house of consciousness on a firm foundation of truth empowers us because we truly understand that we have the greatest power there is within us. How do we know we are building our life on solid rock? Because we know that greater is the power within us than anything going on outside of us. Any situation, any symbolic or actual floods or winds or rains or earthquakes or 
uh, political things, wars, rumors of wars, etc. Another thing that's involved here that I see is that Jesus is saying that we're not to just be hearers, but we are to be doers. We are to be practicing these teachings, putting them into practice, not just you know, quoting nice sounding words, God is good, God is good all the time, and then when something happens, you know, out the window that goes, no, it's staying with that, knowing what is true all the time, and staying with it. Um, the Sometimes in our consumer society, or throwaway society, the thought is, um, something, it, it, it's important how something looks at this moment, not so much how it's going to look in the larger picture. And of course, this shows up in our lives in many ways. And, um, and that's important to be aware of. Friendships cannot endure if they're built on the sands of selfishness, my way or the highway. Marriages, other relationships cannot endure if there's no deep foundation established, if there's no commitment uh, established, uh, a foundation that's based on integrity and respect, honoring agreements, even under difficult situations. And this is true with any other association we might think about. If there's no trust, no respect, no common goal, then it's not going to endure. An analogy of a house built on sand is when integrity is traded for expediency. But like the house, when the rains come, there's, an, there's a price to be paid. Adverse situations are not in themselves necessarily good. And they definitely are not sent as some kind of test from God. But they can be an opportunity to live our truth and often influence others unknowingly. So long-term results over short-term results, that's building uh, on rock and not sand. Walking our talk, being true to ourselves, that's building on rock, not sand. Being honest with ourselves and others, that's building on rock and not sand. Being sure our words and our thoughts and our actions come from the, the point of truth within us, the truth that we understand to the highest degree, that is building on rock and not sand. Staying true to the foundational belief that we are spiritual beings living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law and staying true to it regardless of whether others around us support it or not, that is building on rock not sand. When all is said and done, only we as individuals choose the foundation for the house, as it were, that we live in. And perhaps Jesus was reminding of this uh, when he's speaking this parable, but there's some self-responsibility. And just perhaps he was also looking to find those who would not only hear his words, but who would later be bold enough to make the choice to live those words, to live that truth. And so that is a reminder to us today 
It illustrates the importance of building one's life on uh, on on not the teachings, but also the practice of the teaching. As I said, everyone who hears these words and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. And so that's certainly a reminder to us. That's a good reminder at the beginning of a year, too, is uh, make sure our foundation is firm. Many, many hymns came as a, as a picture, as it were, from this, this uh, parable. You know, the saw on the solid rock I stand and um, rock of ages. It's about the truth that we know and it's and sticking with it, living it. And as someone said, the best uh, sermon I ever heard was one that wasn't spoken, but was lived. So that's a good reminder to us. So God bless you, dear one. And we have a wonderful day and a wonderful week and a wonderful life ahead. And we'll be back again with you. So bye for now.